parle en direct de cette 17e étape du Tour de France. Le peloton, énorme machine de muscles et d'acier, vient de s'élancer. Stooges episode four. Four? Yeah, yeah, I think that sounds about right. Um, Mike and I have had almost a full week off just between the two of us traveling and not being able to get on the same page on some of this stuff and just been busy. So fortunately, you've got, it looks like a very long <laughs> episode here. Um, potentially an hour, maybe longer, uh, depending on how quickly we can get through um, as many of these stages, because we're, we're going all the way back to stage six at this point. Um, right. and today's stage was stage 12. So I hope, gotta... I hope Scott Patton has three cups of coffee ready tomorrow morning. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're able to get this up early. Um, all right, Mike stage six, uh, I believe it was last Thursday. Um, I didn't see it cause I was in the car all day and I haven't recorded. I still haven't watched it yet. I don't believe I saw it. I saw this one yet. Um, you want to run through this recap real quick? It was just a uh, long rolling stage. Uh, traditional French teams looking for exposure by getting into the um, into the break. Um, there was one great time to climb to the finish that was uh, about to separate uh, an opportunity to kind of see who was going well and who wasn't. Um, Gilbert went early, and then Dan Martin attacked super strong, kind of almost like a counter to Gilbert. Gilbert trying to set up Alaphilippe actually, and then. Um, and with Gilbert having a chance for the yellow jersey with a win and a time bonus, he was playing that card while Al Philippe was kind of following um, Van Avermaet to see if it was if he could possibly pick Van Avermaet off also or at least follow. Uh, but Dan Martin kind of spoiled all that. Um, by the did, finish, so Dan, did Dan Martin win or no? Dan Martin was the winner on the stage. Good for him. Um, yeah, uh, Froome. Uh, Froome and Iran got uh, gapped off a little bit towards the very top of the climb. And then uh, Pierre Latour, who um, uh, seems to be a, a new French hope uh, with AJ2R, uh, um, uh, uh, ended up getting second, Valverde third, Alaphilippe fourth. Um, so it was, a, it was a good all-around stage. It kind of opened up uh, to, to kind of how people were going, uh, how people were climbing, uh, how people were uh, just just the, in general how people were going um just just a couple thoughts knowing what we know now seven days later don't be surprised if dan martin podiums i mean he's he was already having no his, he's not he's not he's not one of the top three riders right now well but he could, he could we don't know who's gonna finish third at, at this point right well he could get fourth i'll give you that I I think there's a strong chance he could beat out one of the the um, movie movie star guys, but he's looked strong. He looked strong yesterday. I didn't see him today because I didn't watch the whole stage yet. He looked. Are you going to get through it? No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Wait, did you start I, in the beginning? I did. I got home this afternoon. I saw about an hour, hour and a half of it. And I was like, six hours. Awesome. Damn. <laughs> and I thought, I'm like, all right, I know what I'm doing the rest of the night. And then Jess is like, we need to go next door and see the neighbors. And and then uh, that was right before you called. And, and so I, I saw maybe like 10 more minutes of it. They're not even at Alptoez. So that's, that's really, I'll watch it tomorrow morning at work. Um, the other thing, I'll tell you what. The guys that are in the race from France, um, you know, Al, Al Philippe, um, uh, Bardet, Bardet, uh, Barguil, uh, Barguil, uh, uh, really taking a lot of a lot of national pride. Yeah, in, and even uh, even a guy like uh, Chavanel, seeing him, you know, out, out early in one of those early stages in one of the break, almost almost steals the stage, uh, and then well, tries energy. tries to get in the groups every day as well. Yeah, but direct energy's issue is they don't have anyone that's as fit as AJ2R. Yeah. And they don't have a sprinter either. So they're just caught in la la land of of hoping and praying that some breakaway can go and one of their riders can finish it off with a stage win. Uh so you have Martin first, Latour second, Valverde third, man. Uh Alaphilippe fourth. Um was there anything else important from the stage? I uh, like none of the main none of the main guys lost lost time. No, uh, Bardet had crashed and lost a little bit of time, um, and then uh, at at that time during stage six, it actually Nibley looked like the most in control outsider. Um, Demoulin hadn't actually even shown himself up yet, so it was a uh, it, it was it was a uh, it was a good it was a good stage to get a little op- little opener like a little appetizer. Um, to what was going to happen. Uh, but then stage seven, we go right into another sprint stage. Um, Fernando Gavaria. Gaviria. 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 I said that right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's been a big uh, a big thing on um, Lance's podcast and on NBC Sports is pronouncing names correctly this year. Well, getting, oh, really? they're, they're even getting the... the the writers to pronounce their names for them on video. Wow. Yeah. So they have a, that's a, well, that's smart. You know, we run into that and we, we stopped doing town names because we just hash it. <laughs> we just hash it up so bad that we, I, I obviously, I, I, and I know you don't mean any respect in mispronunciating oh, a God place no. or a name. We had, you know, obviously anyone who's in the Tour de France totally deserves their spot. Tons of respect. Um, unfortunately, with my Midwestern American heritage, uh, pronunciation of people's names is not high on on my list of uh, of things I do well, I guess. So sp- sprints stage seven, Grona Wagon wins, Gaviria second. Yep. Sagan third. Yep. Uh, Damari, another French guy we didn't talk about. Damari, he had a couple wrecks early in the in the in the tour, but has come on strong. He's been. In the top three or four, almost but on every sprint stage. Yeah, he's really FDJ's only opportunity to actually get a result. So he's uh, they have a lot riding on him. So he knows he needs to do a good job. Um, anything else, Cavendish? <laughs> we'll get to Cavendish. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gavaria, uh, Gavaria made some comments afterwards about thinking that that Groenwegen was the. He, that he really should have won the stage and uh, Lefebvre had really had to come in as a team manager and say, yeah, you really can't be complaining when you lose by three meters. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's one thing if you had a bad starter or, 
or or you didn't sprint when you necessarily wanted to and you lost by an inch. But uh, but three meters is three meters. So, um, Cavendish bumps Kristoff. I mean, I'd be I'd be pissed if I was Cavs leadout guy and he didn't sprint to the line. Is is this when the incident happened with the relegation? <laughs> was that stage no. seven or was that stage eight? No, that's stage eight. Okay, stage uh, eight is the relegation stage. Okay, um, Kittle just not able to finish the race or race to the finish. Um, yep. And his team manager called him egotistical. Yes. Well, and later and in later interviews, they uh, Karnashev actually backed that or stepped back from that, um, uh, and and said all sprinters are egotistical. La, yes. Da, da, da. That, that's so, what I was. That was going to be my next comment. I'm like, aren't yeah. they all egotistical? <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's hard. A kid will be in a German and it being a Russian team and having a Russian team manager. Um, I know that it's got to be challenging. If the Russian papers are asking Konashev why Kittle isn't winning five stages like he did the year before, you know, you know, obviously Konashev is probably going to say some stuff to a Russian to a Russian press that he wouldn't necessarily say to a German press, right? Um, and and I think that probably is more about what happened than 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 him being, you know, you you never know what you're going to get with sprinters year to year and. And so it's not working out for Kittle this year was my main point. Um, on to you, anything else or on to stage eight? Now we can go on to stage eight. Okay. So we have another, uh, sprint stage here. Um, same winner as the day before Dylan Grunewagen, Grunewagen, um, Sagan second, John Deckengold third, Christoph fourth. Yeah, it's funny. We're, we've seen in that top three or four or five spots every day, you know, it's a rotation of about eight sprinters. Yes. So it's nice to see, you know, Sagan's always really right there in the top three or four. Gronewagen as of as of this time. And then you've got uh, Gaviria and a couple other guys. But it's a different bunch of guys every day, which is nice. Nice. Yeah, I think what's odd the... is, is is no Cavendish in any of these. <laughs> well, I told you Cav wasn't winning any stages. Wasn't yes. winning any stages this year. I mean, that's that's just uh, his fitness level, which proved later on in the tour, just isn't high enough. And honestly, Kittle's fitness level just isn't high enough to allow him to win stages either. So, with 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 those guys, is it you know with Cav, is it too much time off? Dealing with the injuries last well, year, is, injuries, it, is it a mental and, is it a mental block? Um, you know, I think it's hard for spinners if if you aren't going well and you're not sprinting well to be able to just kind of catch fire at the Tour de France. You know, you really have to you really have to be working hard throughout the um, throughout the Tour of Switzerland, the Dauphine, and those kind of races to really get your fitness level. Wasn't up. wasn't Cavendish dealing with in, uh, illnesses as well in the spring? Yeah, well, Didn't he, he catch something funky. Uh, no, that was that's been a while ago. But he he did crash a couple of times in the early season, and uh, it really affected what uh, what he had going on. He he needs a sports psychologist at this point. Uh, he's having a hard time. He doesn't seem to be dealing with it very well. Yeah. Well, I mean, this guy two three years ago was the top of the sport as far as you know. He probably won like four four stages of the Tour de France. Well, he won four stages in in one tour, which is amazing, but. I, mean, got, I think I saw today something like thirty six tour wins, tour stage he has wins. Thirty, I believe he has thirty. Eddie Merckx has thirty four. Okay, yeah, we had a it was a big number they put up. So right, yep. 
Um, Greipel and Gavaria relegated due to headbutting. Now, I know Scott Patton, uh, you get a shout out now. He, he hadn't asked Barman and Bevo anything question on Saturday or Sunday that we just didn't get to until now. Uh, he asked what your opinion of that incident was. Yeah, and I responded back to him on Twitter. Um, well, I think, I, for, I, think for, I think for the listeners, though, yeah. it is a good um, question. Most um, people may not know I, what's going on there. When I, when I grew up, really, if you left your hand on the bars, everything was good to go. Right. And I respected both Gavaria and... Gaviria. And, um, Gaviria yes. and um, uh, Greipel. Because they didn't take their hands off the bar and push people. Degan Kolb is much more likely to take his hands off the bar and push people's hips, which I'm totally against. And so with the headbutting and the kind of moving around but keeping your hands on the bar, I'm, I am more for that and letting, the, letting racing be racing. Um, I wouldn't have relegated either of those riders. I thought, I thought the finish was, was correct. I don't think any of the, any of the moving around impeded anyone. I, I think, you know, Gaviria was behind um, uh, and was trying to shoot through a hole on Greipel that wasn't really there. Did Greipel move over an inch or two? Yeah, maybe, but that just wasn't there. And that's, that's to me, that's Gaviria's fault for being on that side. So, and and I, I have this, this stage saved. I still haven't watched it. Was it one of these? Uh, like, Greipel's... Greipel's Greipel's headbutt was more deliberate, and and it wasn't on Gaviria. Actually, it was on another rider that was that was trying to get on the wheel that he wanted, and and Greipel really moved him over using his head. Did were those two guys in the main group of finish, or did they still finish outside the top four and were relegated? No, they were second and third. Oh wow! Yeah, they were second and third, and they both. But you know, it's kind of um. You know, I know, I know your take on refereeing, and mine's pretty similar in football. I can't comment on this because I don't know the rules well enough. So, well, I'm trying, I'm trying to kind of explain, yeah, f- like football refereeing, um, or soccer refereeing. Uh, if you feel like you might be losing the game, or you might be, uh, if the people are 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 starting to go too far in in what they're in their actions against other people. Then you have to make an example of someone and, and to get the game back into to kind of get the game back in. Now, in that respect, I don't like calling. I don't like calling bike races just by, you know, it says do not go over the red line in this. Well, you know, did you accidentally go over the red line or did you impede someone's progress by going over the red line? Um, was going over the red line dangerous at the time or was it possibly just a slip up? Um, you know, same thing in soccer where, uh, uh, because a tackle looks hard, doesn't mean that in, in, when it's beginning that it, that it was, it's intentional. So, that it was that intentional. Yeah. Um, and I, I really think two things, uh, one, they had the video review process that they started last year and they used it. And so they want, and they wanted an example. And then two, I think they were thinking that it was getting just a little too dicey out there for, a little too dicey and and it was time to say something about it so that's my opinion on on what happened well i i hope scott likes your answer i know he's going to disagree with it no matter what you say <laughs> well scott and scott and i say that with all the love in the world <laughs> <laughs> I, um I, you know i just don't i just, 
I don't think in a sprint you can call you can call it by what it says in the rule book. Well, and, and and I'm assuming with most of these stage finishes, there's been a time bonus involved. There's a time bonus. So I'm uh, assuming these guys lost out on a, a three second or a two second and a one second time well, bonus. Well, 10 second, 10 second, uh, 10, 10 seconds. But n- neither of those riders were close to the yellow jersey. So right. it wasn't. It wasn't being penal in the fact that they were getting. But close but to it would have helped them in the green jersey standings. I'm assuming. Yeah, well, it really well. It ended up not mattering. Yeah. But because uh, Sagan's uh, up at like 100 points by now. Yeah, and the other two couldn't make it all, all the way to Paris. But um, yeah, it, but Sagan was going to win the green jersey no matter what, and and so I don't think they were really thinking penal as as far as green jersey. I think they were like, hey, let's get this under control. Let's show that we're using the video review process and let's be fair uh we're going to take both riders out four separate instances instances not necessarily what they did to each other all right anything else from stage eight because stage nine is when it started getting good no that's uh that's it on stage eight okay so i i come back from vacation <laughs> i was that this this was on uh this was sunday yeah. correct i got a chance to watch this <laughs> sunday night before um, before I went to bed, <laughs> your your first note is the only way to describe this stage. It was <laughs> incredible to watch. Yes. Um, it was everybody was there's a couple stages that everybody looks at going into every Tour de France, and this one is either first, not second, first or second on that list. Um, right. You get you get 15 sections of the cobbles from uh, Perry Roubaix. Um, and, and, and we're not even 10 K into the race and we have issues. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Richie port goes down for, for Trek Sega Fredo. less than 10 K. No, no BMC. Oh, I'm sorry for BMC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sitting on the side of the road, the doctors are looking at him. They think it, it, it's looking like it's a break, broken collarbone and the Oscar goes to Richie port. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, th- there's two ways to look at this. <laughs> Richie Port's a bit of a puss. <laughs> a bit. It didn't even look like he reached for his bike again. So, well, I don't think he did. You know, a couple of times I've seen these guys wrecks and they, they go to get on the bike and they're like, no, nope, I can't do it. Right. Uh, it didn't. We didn't see all because it was the, the action was fast and furious. So they kind of moved on from it. Yeah. Um, I think I put this in the notes but i don't see it here we find out later he's got no broken bones well the doctor says he has there's no compound fracture or separation well, compound fractures when it breaks through the skin um sorry there's there's no there, fra- there's no br- broken collarbone it's a, frac- it's a fracture on an x-ray well, I know, I know. Uh, Jim Auschwitz was not very happy and made some comments. He said he left his bag. His bag's waiting for him at the airport or something like that. Um, I don't. Well, sus- I don't Auschwitz suspect- is just oh, Auschwitz is over it. You know, he's over the team train, the cha- the training camps. He's over the seclusion. He's over the not racing. Yeah, I think he really didn't want Richie Port on his team next year. And yeah. part of well, the easiest way to do that was to not have a sponsor and not be able to resign anybody, not just him. Well, and I, I think we'll get to that portion of the story here. It's in the notes somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's down a little bit further. Um, 
so port crashes out um it seemed like watching this there was a crash maybe every five five or ten minutes it was i mean it was and it was everybody i think the only guy i didn't see go down on the day was um quintana (laughs) (laughs) which is surprising because everybody picked him to like crash out of the race yes um but i mean Froome flew over the handlebars uh, yeah. TJ Van Garderen had, I think, three flats on a wreck. Um, one of the French riders went went down a bunch. Was it Barguil or was it Bardet? Um, crashed. Uh, Bardet R- crashed. He had he flats, chased, flats, he and crashes. For like he chased for like fifty k, and he, he made it back to the group. Yes, I mean he, he was great. he. You they showed the video of him as he's catching the group in the last couple k, and the guy's just puffing. Right, and he's like, I just did everything I could to stay in this race, and and good on him, man. Like I said, right. totally impressed this year with, you know, typically I'm like all against screw France, whatever, screw the riders. I'm all on board. I love these guys now. Yes, they're, they're, no, it's, they it's, they they've hard. done a complete 180. Um, so we have lots of different groups on the road because of all the wrecks. Um. Towards the end of the race, towards the end of the stage, you get a three-man break. Um, Greg Van Avermaet, Deccan Kolb, and is it Frank Lampart? Yes. Um, so Sorry, yeah, yeah, it's Y-V-E-S. Yes, Lampart. Ah. Um, Frank Lampart, I think, plays soccer somewhere. I think so. <laughs> I was, I was, I, I, but name sounded I right. Did. The, yeah, the lamp part I knew was correct, and then I heard your, and then I was like, I don't think the first name's right. Um, was it two two Belgian guys or two Dutch guys and a French guy, and, or a Swiss guy? Uh, Dagenkolb. Yeah, I can't remember. No, Dagenkolb German, and then, and then two Belgians. Two Belgians. Yeah. Um. And and this this Dagenkolb story is, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's his post game or his post ride conference was emotional to say yeah. the least yeah um i think he had a he had a friend die in a bike accident over the winter or was it and he was in a bike accident like two years well, ago he was in the whole he team was in the, yeah he was on he was on sunweb when they and doing team time trial practice when they crashed chad haga was hurt yep. seriously hurt dog call big almost lost some fingers it there was, was a one of the french riders was on the team back then too Bargill was on yep. that team. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, and people never thought this guy was going to compete again, let alone win a stage of the Tour de France. Well, I think I think it, it took a lot longer for him to come back. Yeah, so it's been like two years, right? Yeah, he's 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 really got a lot of natural talent, and he races really hard. So I anticipated him being back quite a bit sooner than than this. Um, so it's been it's been hard for him. Okay, so. Um, it was emotional. It was, it was fantastic. See, all of his teammates were, were congratulating him. And I think everybody, everybody was congratulating him on, on the win. Um, and it's a really great story. So, um, as I said, TJ, three flats and one wreck lost six minutes. Um, every five minutes there was a wreck or a flat mechanical of some sort. Yes. Um, so people that wrecked that, that I remembered. Laron, yes. Landa, Froome, Port, TJ, Bardet, all had issues staying on the bike or mechanicals. 
Yes. Um, they were talking about some of the guys had double brakes on their bike. Uh, crack fractures, fractures no, no, no. on frames. Like you, the normal brakes, and then a second one on the handlebars. Oh, the cycle cross levers. Yeah, you do that sometimes, uh, so you don't have to go, and so you don't have to reach out to the hoods. You can stay on the tops for the t- for riding to, out across keep, the top. Keep your balance better. Keep keep yeah. control of the bike. And then the other thing I saw was they were talking a lot about some of the guys using elect electric shifters as well for the day. Well, a lot of times those those they, those aren't quite far enough along that they work well under every situation. Uh, you'd be better off with mechanical mechanical shifting for right this second. Um, the the one thing I noticed was the cloud of dust all day too. And some of those guys came in, and it looked like they went swimming in dirt. Yes. Uh, so the dust was getting kicked up. Obviously, they're sweating. It's sick. Like TJ, at one point, you couldn't see the tag sponsor because he fell on it. And it, the whole sleeve yes. was brown yes. on his jersey. Um, yes. And then the, those guys had to be just coughing up dust for hours. Yeah, it was probably pretty It was probably pretty rough. Um, all right. Here's, here's a complaint. And, and I know you can see this on the notes. <laughs> what the hell is Mamma Mia doing on every commercial break <laughs> during the Tour de France? Well, I paid for NBC Sports Gold. Oh, you're so lucky. So I've been watching. I've been watching the the Australians, Robbie McEwen and Matthew Keenan. I think is is are their names, and it is it is a pleasure. No commercials. No, Mike and Paul. No, they have Vanderbilt. No, Jens Voigt. No, <laughs> none of it. All right, I'm gonna talk about this Mamma Mia thing for a second. Then we get to <laughs> Jens Voigt because Lance Lance had a very funny comment today about <laughs> Jens Voigt on the coverage. Um, so they they've got this stupid commercial, and they're doing the Mamma Mia song, and they've intertwined it with cycling footage. So it looks like you're watching the race. But and then all of a sudden Mia. you see like Michael Matthews turn around and he's looking back and then there's all these people chasing him on bikes. And I'm like, <laughs> first of all, I didn't see the first Mamma Mia. I don't plan on seeing it ever. And I don't plan on seeing the sequel. This is not your demographic. How uh, can you, I, <laughs> like, it's like, you're just burning money. I wonder how much money they spent on this. It's, you see, I'm not kidding. Every hour, at least two commercials. Of Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. It's Awful. Wow. Wow. It's awful. Jens Voigt. <laughs> Armstrong says today or yesterday's podcast, how much is NBC Sports or how much is how much is Jens Voigt paying NBC Sports to be on the air? <laughs> I think the same thing every time I hear him. He's just just because like I can barely understand what he's saying. He his his English has not gotten much better at all. The only it's, thing I could say about Jens Voigt is he's excited to be there. And I think he'd ra- but I think he'd rather be on his bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know how I feel about Jensy. I'm not I'm not a fan. And I don't you know, we're, we're, you know, with Bob Roll and Christian Vanderbilt, we already have enough people and Steve Perino even on the motorcycle. He does a good job. Yeah, well, he's gotten much better. Yes. He he's learned his job over over the years, but but I mean, it's it's awful. Yeah, I, I'm I'm super ecstatic the, to be on the NBC Sports. The program. amount of mistakes that Paul and and Phil make, it's, it's embarrassing. Mind numb. It's mind numbing. I'm like, did he just say that? <laughs> <laughs> like calling guys by the wrong names. It's. I mean, 
I'm surprised we don't hear the ice cubes sloshing around in the glasses like when you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> or the... <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so Iran loses 253, or is back 253 at this point. Uh, right. Van Avermet keeps the yellow jersey. Um, Dan Martin was involved in one of the crashes with 10K to go, so he loses a minute. Uh, Grunewagen looks fastest as the, at the line the last two days. Yep. Um, he was in the second group, though. So he was just and, racing and, for points. Yes. Or he, he was just doing his best. Right. You know, some, sometimes it's just best to get off the course, and, and if it's available, do it. If you get a chance and you haven't seen Stage 9, go back and watch it. It's worth it. It's three or four yeah. hours long. And it's the move that Van Avermaet and those guys made at the very end of the stage with about, I want to say, about 10K left. Yeah, it was really Lampert, Lampert started the move and Dagan Colbin and Van Avermaet went across and no one else could. And they just they took off. And yeah. it was awesome. I mean, they gained so much time that they were it was like a they were saying it was like a track sprint into yep. into the finish line. So they they were going super slow and it was just a matter of who was going to go first. So Right. Um all right, stage 10. Well, we should probably talk about the rest day in the and the uh, BMC oh, CCC. Yeah. Well, I know I don't I thought I had put that in the notes after the rest day, but maybe I didn't. Um, I thought I had it in here too, but yeah, I thought we had the. I we must we have, it in the we must have deleted but, it by accident. You know, it's um, it, uh, pretty neat news. You know, Jim Auschwitz, um, the CCC, I guess, his shoes and handbags from a Polish uh, billionaire has signed on to take over the world tour license of BBC. There will be some people coming from the old pro continental team to the world tour, tour team, but it's really going to be Jim Auschwitz's team. Like I mentioned, like I mentioned before, and it's going to be the the license is actually still under continu, Continuum, uh, which is their their racing name. So it's not really it's not really the Pro Continental team taking over what Jim, what Jim Auschwitz does. It's really them wanting to kind of buy their way in and teaming up with Auschwitz and then bringing some Polish, some CCC Pro Continental people over. So I've seen it. You know, I read, I read what, I read what Auschwitz had said in the, in the interviews. And then I, and then immediately upon after, after reading that, you know, both Velo News and Cycling News, actually Cycling News didn't, both Velo News and Cycling Weekly put out teams are to combine. And that's not what's going on. Like I mentioned before. Yeah. I think I, I think I called you and asked you about this. Yeah. On Sunday, uh, Saturday or Sunday when I saw the news that it looked like this was going to happen or I was texting you. Right. I can't remember. We did discuss it, but it wasn't on on the air. Yeah. And then actually uh Van Avermaet signed on for the three years that CCC signed on. So oh, that's smart, good. Yeah, smart move that way. So they they that's part of that all kind of went together. So Van Avermaet and the CCC and then Auschwitz is still the general manager of the team. And then actually some of the people that they probably didn't want to deal with, like the Richie Ports and the Rohan Dennis's and those folks had already left to go to different teams. And so Auschwitz kind of gets to pick and choose a lot of, a lot of the riders that he wants. Um, do you foresee them keeping any of the other sponsors at this point? Yes. Like tag or. Well, tag, tag, tags already signed for next year. Okay. They already were. And so I think Sophos 
they're still in negotiations. So I would find be... it hard to believe that Sophos would only sign on for a year. I think with them signing uh, Van Avermaet, um, that that works out fine. That, that they would be fine with Richie Port and Rohan Dennis uh, going away. What does this mean for the BMC bike brand? Are they still going to ride those? Well, they bikes, were BMC. Gonna... BMC bike already wanted to make a change, <clears throat> and so it looks like BMC is going to Dimension Data Team, and that was already kind of in the works. Uh, but that might that could change. I think that's pretty that, that's pretty fluid. Well, I mean, so what? So okay, so is is this new team going to go to Specialized or Giant or Trek or? Uh, or somebody. It, it, I mean, well, it's possible Sunweb is going away from Giant. It's musical chairs. Whoever, um, it, whenever, whenever BMC decides where they're going to go, then actually BMC could go and get Cervelo because they'll 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 be available. So then there is a chance that they could actually. They were in negotiations, but then BMC was like, you know what? I like what they're still doing. I'm going to stay on. As a as a as a bike sponsor, and some of it'll be money. Um, you know, who wants Greg Van Avermaet to be on on their bike? So maybe maybe even Ridley or um, uh, they could maybe use the Eddie Merckx brand. Uh, Auschwitz and Merckx have a, a relationship, uh, even though they don't make a lot of bikes any longer. That they they could do that, go that route. Well, I mean, for a, a brand like BMC, it would make sense to maybe be on more teams, but I don't know that they could afford it. Well, if they didn't give, if they didn't have to give money as as the title sponsor, maybe they could afford to do two teams with just product and a little bit of cash. Usually, the teams like to get some some cash. It sure, just is the it's just the way it works. Um, was there any other news on the rest day? Do we have anybody abandoned at that? I think we I saw there was a couple abandons, but nobody uh, of major I don't contention. Think, I think everyone, yeah, everyone tried to. Wanted to make it. Iran was obviously hurt a lot more than I anticipated, uh, but that shows up a little bit later. So, all right. So on to stage ten. We get our first of uh, three days in the Alps. Um, early on, there was a pretty large breakaway. Maybe nineteen, twenty guys, twenty-five guys. I can't remember. A, a pretty traditionally, uh, usually in the. In the mountains, the breaks are quite a bit larger. Um, anyone who's down more than 20 or 20 minutes or so is usually welcome to go. But someone had the foresight to sneak in there. <clears throat> Uh-oh. That no one thought <laughs> would be there. <clears throat> the yellow jersey, Greg Van Avermaet, uh, snuck into the, 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 the group. And um, in... A surprise was able yes. to keep the jersey. Uh, uh, I believe uh, Ella Philippe wins the stage, and he looked awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, it was. Um, it was a. Uh, it was uh, really neat to see. I, I was really surprised um, when I turned on the coverage and he had gone into the break that day. Yeah, because uh, he thought for sure his last day in yellow right. was going to be that day. <laughs> yes. Um, he even said it, I think, on Sunday. Right. Um, he knows, yeah, I got the, I'll have the yellow for one more day, and, th and that was kind of the end of his interview. Right. Um, but it was a, it was a great stage. I mean, um, Van Avermaet was there right there at the end. I don't think he lost much time to Al Philippe. Um, right. Al Philippe 
takes a bunch of points in the King of the Mountains, gets the the polka dot jersey and wins the stage. Yeah. Um, I believe I remember seeing this. That was the fiftieth stage win of the year for Quick Step. Yes. Fiftieth. They've been, on, they've been on unbelievable. <laughs> they've been on fire. I mean, just and that that's gotta be what their second or third stage win of the tour? Uh well I said they were gonna win five and Alaphilippe's two Gaviria and one Alaphilippe is they're on three. Man. Awesome. Yeah. Uh you have here losers for the day. Jungles, Molama, Zakarian. Michael yeah, lost ended, 51 they seconds. Ended up winning, they ended up losing 51 seconds uh, in the end. So that's that kind of that kind of it was kind of a lead in on who might be having who's not going as well as they anticipated. You have Iran losing over two minutes. Um, did he he withdrew he, he that night up, or the next morning? The next morning he withdrew. He didn't take the start line. Um. I thought he didn't take the start line this morning. Uh, I, I'm not 100. percent All these stages are running together. Yeah, yeah. Um, 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 I don't think he he didn't start the race today. If I remember correctly, wasn't Movistar like doing most of the work on this stage? On stage ten, yeah. They, uh, we're still on stage ten, right? Yes. They were doing they were doing quite a bit of work. Yes. It was a bit odd. Well, Sky really kept it together. The, it, it was a bit odd, but it not an as odd. odd. Sta- it was an odd mountain stage because Sky yeah. really didn't go for the win. Yes, Movie Star just kind of like they didn't really lose anybody. I think maybe. Yeah, but they didn't attack. Either. They didn't. They didn't attack. It was super weird. Yeah, and they let Van Avermaet go without yeah. covering with any of their riders. So it was weird. Um. Stage 11, uh, first summit finish of the year. We had a similar group get out early again. Well, the, in the in the mountain stages, you're going to get groups of sometimes no, as but much like as 30 the same riders. riders. Yes, same people. Uh, they're just doing their job. Their team directors tell them to get in the break, so they go get in the break. Um, the one thing that was different about this one is I think TJ Van Garderen was in the group at one time. Yeah, there were cares? two BMC riders. We're not talking about TJ Vanguard. Yeah, and then he we don't just, talk about the, state, the the master state track champ, and we don't talk about TJ Vanguard. <laughs> I believe the master state <laughs> champ is on Twitter now. Oh, is he? I got a Twitter request from at Chris. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Are you sure that's not Michaela? <laughs> there is no picture. Okay. There was no angry tweets either. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got an angry tweet. I don't know if you saw it the other day. I didn't. Oh, really? No, because I'm blocked. Oh, I didn't block him. He found me, and then he immediately asked me, where's the Barman and Bebo podcast? <laughs> and, and my response was, bitch, when I decide to make another one. <laughs> <laughs> like I said... You can say whatever you want about Bevo. When you attack Mr. Borman, that's when I have an issue. <laughs> um, all right, so you have um, 
movie starts starts with a you know three prong approach by attacking Valverde early. Yeah, stage eleven, really yesterday's stage was when they they put Valverde in the early break or chasing the early break. Yes, uh, they were using Solar with him as kind of a pacer. Yes, um, they actually so held they, Solar up at one yes. point so that Valverde could use him. Yes. And then Valverde, he stuck with Valverde for quite a while. And then he, the, Valverde dropped him. Yeah. But at that point, it didn't matter. The dopers came out to play. <laughs> hey, and just dominated. Like, as long as it's not doping if you're under 16 puffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have Caruso with BMC, great ride. Oh, no. you've Yeah. Um, Dumoulin attacks. That was a nice one. He he bridged across to Valverde, and Sky decided not to defend. Really, they decided to just ride their tempo with their riders. So it was an interesting stage on the road. There was there was a lot going on. Um, Dumoulin looks solid. Sky had, I mean, going into the last ten k, five guys. They had four. They definitely had four. Yeah, I think it was five. Um, they had Kwiatkowski, Kwiatkowski, Froome, uh, Thomas, and then the, the <clears throat> Colombian kid. Uh, Bernal. Bernal, yeah, Bernal. Um, and he cracked in a weird place. Yeah, I think, well, his job was done. He didn't really have to worry about. Well, he didn't <clears throat> do anything. He was sitting third wheel the whole time. Yeah. Well, well I think there's like, they're just saying, all right, listen, just get to the finish. We don't need you today. Yeah, save exactly. your energy to battle another day. That that's yeah. exactly. Well, what and happened. he showed up today. Well, I mean, not, not I only mean, that, was... but he rode in with. I want to say rode in with Valverde, or he didn't finish that far down on the stage. It actually looked good at the end. Right. I mean, he only finished like two or three minutes back, but um, he came in moving at a pretty good pace. Right. Um, Nieve, who is a former Sky guy. Yes. Uh, takes off. Um, looks like he's gonna break clear and win the stage one k out. Yeah, and then not so it, fast, it my tough. friend. <clears throat> well, you could you could kind of feel that Michelin Scott knew that uh, Yates wasn't going all that well. Yes. So I think they were trying to sneak a stage win in when they could by getting Nieve up there, and, and Nieve looks like he's in good shape. He went again. He went in. He went. He went good today, also. So okay. Um. Thomas goes after Dumoulin with Froome. So Thomas makes a move at like 5K, 10K, and just says, you know what? Screw this. I'm going after it. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I think Froome was a little bit surprised. Like he didn't see that coming. And he just, I don't know if that was a team tactic or that was Thomas doing whatever he wanted and saying, hey, I can I can take this too. Well, and, well so... Uh, you know, technically, Van Avermaet's still in the jersey. Right. So, Garrett Thomas is virtually in yellow, but he doesn't actually have it yet. because So, he hasn't started the stage. So, he was protecting that position to make sure that Dumoulin didn't leapfrog him into yellow. And then... Froome so, Scott got of, the yellow instead of not getting the yellow. Right. So, 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 they used Garrett Thomas for that. But it got really weird when Garrett Thomas and Dumoulin were together and then Froome was working with Dan Martin and was pulling very, very, very strong pulls 
with and, Dan Martin. With Dan Martin, and finally dropped Dan Martin going across and almost the, and almost caught the he caught he caught Dumoulin. Yeah, or no, he finished Dumoulin. he finished third to Dumoulin, I think, on the stage. Yeah. But he, Dumoulin so made Thomas, a move to Gary get Thomas second. Won the stage in, in the sprint, and then Dumoulin, and then Froome bridged across where he really he didn't have to if he didn't want to. Right, but it looked like Froome was going to get second, and Dumoulin made a quick move at the line and just yep. beat him across the line to, yeah. to get second. Yep, um, exactly. Um, you have Thomas goes after Dumoulin with Froome covering, but Froome works with Martin to bring them back. Both not great. Thomas Froome, Dumoulin, the strongest this year. By far. Okay, so if, uh, Dumoulin rode the Giro, correct? Froome and Dumoulin rode the Giro. So... How long do their legs hold out? Uh, well, I think Froome has a better chance because he's got a stronger team. Yeah, but Froome, what we learn more today is Froome isn't going as well as Dumoulin. But it'll be it'll be interesting because there is that time trial on the Saturday. The time the thirty five k time trial is is the day before the finish, and that a lot will be decided that day. Um. Bardet, Nibali, Quintana, Roglic a step behind. Yeah, that's that. They're that really that that second group. Is one of those five guy four guys you mentioned they're going to podium? No. Uh, Froome, no. Dumoulin, and Thomas. No. You think Dumoulin, Thomas, and and Froome? And Froome in some order. And then Dan Martin in fourth. Well, because you said he was podium, <laughs> and I said I said he could get fourth. Um. In an interesting turn of events, an hour after the race is finished, or the, the, the winner is declared, we have Mark Cavendish comes across with Mark Renshaw, and it was Kittle, right? Yes. Um, they are eliminated from the race due to time, whatever the time thing is, the time right. penalty. Um, Rick Zobel, who is just ahead of them, was yes. five seconds outside the time penalty. Yes. And was allowed to come back to the race today because he was able to demonstrate that he had a mechanical issue that prevented right. that caused him at least five seconds worth of Yep, exactly. Um, which was kind of an interesting thing. How yes. how often does that happen? Uh it happens occasionally. Um I it, it, Do you agree with it? Yes, absolutely. Just because you think, said Cavendish wouldn't finish the tour. <laughs> well, no, no. Who who knows why he might? Usually, they know exactly what time they have to get, so they they might right. guess cut it cut it within thirty seconds, like Cav did, or a minute, like Cav did. They don't usually leave it to five seconds. They would sprint at the end to make sure that they made it. Usually, that's part of the radio system and all that. So, if I had to imagine, and I don't, I don't have any information on this. I'm I'm the team manager, the director of sports team in the car. I go to the officials and say, "Hey, I told my rider the wrong time," or or "Hey, he had an issue where he flatted like 1k from the line. He would have gotten in by that minute easily." Um, but so that's what I imagine seeing. Um, what was the time? Was it like 30 minutes? I th I think that stage might have been a little bit less than today's stage. So I think it was that. At thirty or thirty-two minutes, if I remember right. <laughs> so Cav, Cav was double that. Yes. Oof. Yep. He's not doing well. He's and not it's a fit. shame that Kittle's out because 
He's not fit. He's yeah. just not fit. All right. Um, anything from that? I, I want to say that Iran dropped out after that. Oh, no. you know what? You were right. I think he, he didn't even race in this that stage. Yeah. Um, but Lawson Craddock's still in the race. He looks good. He's raised 100K. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. Good for him. <laughs> um, all right. So stage 12, Altuez is the finish. Um, I've only seen bits and pieces of it. I'm going to put it on my iPad tonight so I can watch it at work tomorrow. Right. Um, why don't you talk about uh, what you saw today? Because I haven't – I can't really speak to it. I can just ask questions. So really – Today's stage was was super interesting. Also, um, the people that like that don't like long stages per se, or or <clears throat> I mean, today's stage is really is really the classic Alpatuez stage that they've been doing for thirty or forty years, or or even even longer. Uh, probably rotates through more often than it used to. Uh, but you know, I, I always remember Greg Lamont and Bernard Hino making the left hand turn. And coming up to the finish line at, at Alpuez, you know, hand, uh, holding hand or uh, having the victory salute together, and those kind of things. And so, so whenever you say Alpuez, that's immediately what I think of. And that was what thirty years. That was thirty thirty years ago. Eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven. Eighty six. Yeah, really eighty six. So, so you know, the big group, the same big group of everybody, got off early again. But this time, about halfway through, with like about 50 or 60K to go, uh, the Lotto Jumbo racer, Queens, Cruiswick, Cruz, uh, right. and, just, and just attacked. With how much? Went, it was like 50 or 60K to go. He had five minutes at one time. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had he had five, five minutes. And it's really weird because. Movistar ends up doing the work for Team Sky, trying to be, bring. What the hell are they thinking? I dude, I don't know any longer. I I thought they had a good plan. I thought they would they would race. All they had to do was execute the plan from yesterday. Yes. If 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 they're upset, that Valverde should have gone with Kuswick. If that's what they're upset. Or Landa, or right. One well, of they, those they two. Pro- right. They probably wouldn't have let let him go with them, but. Right. But to do the work for Sky in between in the valley in the valley floors is absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then you know Valverde's off early. Landa's barely yo yoing on. Quintana looks like crap. Quintana looks like like he hasn't raced all season. Is how he looked today. It was awful for them. They looked horrible. You have here. It's just too far for one rider to go so early before the Alp. Yeah, there's about ten or fifteen k in, um, of flat in before the Alp Duez as you as you yep. uh, ride next to the dam and then you go through Borg de la Zone and then you head to the Alp. That's just too much for one person. You really have to have at least four people doing equal pulls in order to make that make that stick because it was just too much. I, and I'm surprised that you didn't see somebody like um, uh, who's the lotto rider? Did Thomas Degent? Yeah, like a guy like that to go with him because that's a they couldn't they, they he, burned out he, from the day before. Well, well, he's he's a top ten rider, you know, can 
again, is just a stage hunter. Right. And so... Yeah, but why not win one of the greatest stages of the tour? Or try? Because he, he can't climb with Q-Swig. He just doesn't uh. have that... He just doesn't have that, that much ability to climb with him. And so that's when some of those guys go like that, they know they can't stay with them and they'll decide not to go. Where's Thomas Volkler when you need him? Uh, <laughs> on the back of a motorcycle next to Steve Perino. <laughs> Wondering how his life ended up like this. Uh, all right. So you got some news on Vincenzo Nibali. Well, I think um, we should probably share the Nibali video that some spectator got. You know the fans were lighting those flares. Oh God! And and it looks like it looks like the barriers were just starting. <clears throat> and they say it was a police motorbike that he crashed into, but it really looks like a crowd incident with Nibley. And as Nibley goes to the ground, you see him reach for his back, like oh no, immediately. And then he gets back up, and he actually gets back to the group and only loses thirteen seconds. Oh wow! Yes. Uh, but it ends up he does have a fractured vertebra in his back and decided that it's in his best interest to retire. Retire from, you mean? Uh, from the Tour de France. Just, yeah, not, he'll, he yeah. may be back next year. Well, he'll probably do the Volta now. Okay. Um, like Iran. Iran will do the Volta. Um, Nibley will do the Volta. Froome attack was soft. Froome attacked uh, Dumoulin and Garrett Thomas and them. And Demoulin really had it sized up. He didn't go immediately. Um, but, man, he brought Froome right back and then put Froome back on the ropes again. It was pretty fun to watch. I uh, enjoyed it. And does Thomas win the stage? A, a, a fantastic sprint. He obviously was the one that wanted to win it the most. It was – it was Demoulin probably had about the same amount of speed and energy as Garrett Thomas had. Um, but uh, – uh, Garrett Thomas went through the la- that left hand, that big left hand sweeper, and he was already going quite a bit faster than Dumoulin was on the back. Um, I believe uh, Bardet and Froome were in there together. Uh, they were all going to the line together, and Dumoulin was just too far back. So, from a crowd perspective, I'm assuming it was as nuts as normal. It, the 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 Nibley video is just. I will watch chaos. that. I will watch that after we get off. Um, it's chaos. Did we see any Borat Speedos? <laughs> uh, there were like some palm frits. Like this guy had like a palm frits outfit on. Um, a what? Like French fries, like the the little the little uh, the white pla- the the white paper. You know how oh. Europeans eat frits. Yeah. You know they put it in a cone and then all the frits and then you dip your mayo. <laughs> I your saw. Mayo on there. I saw a minion yesterday. That was hilarious. Oh really? With and it had like a mohawk and it was the French flag. <laughs> what about? Um, did we see any like four foot size inflatable inhalers? No, I didn't see. I didn't see anybody that. with giant syringes. Um, it looked like a, it looked like. I think it looked like the French TV was being really cautious about what they were showing. Uh, um, they didn't want to show a lot of the spectators. It looked like some people were really going after Froome. I heard there were a lot of the the state champion posted. There were, there were a lot of boos. Well, they were there were people running out to Froome and yelling at his face. Oh wow! Yeah, and so we, I think you know the producers when they saw that start to try to calm everyone down, they really cut away and went to something else. As you can, <sighs> as you can see, the, the other thing is. 
you know, also I was watching the NBC Sports Gold, so we didn't ever go to commercials. So, so the the experience is 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 really completely different. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to watch that stage for you tomorrow. Let you know what I see. Um, the, you know, as as crazy as as that stage is, and I mean the fans, I can remember seeing the last couple times they've done that stage where there's like you see just a small gap behind the motorbike and, yes. and there's two or three riders and, and like the fans are little, there's like a three foot window to get. It through. wasn't, it wasn't as tight as, as that. The, there were a lot more, um, motorcycle police, uh, that were, and I heard they had ropes. Um, the, they got to do a better job, like so giving they, the riders some room there. Yeah. So it was, it, they they definitely it seemed like they must have had some ropes in the turn so it wasn't as tight as I've seen it in the past it was okay. more but it was unfortunate for Nibbly to have something like that happen yeah because he was a I mean he was looking okay maybe four or five days ago not so he's been like I haven't really seen him at all uh, I think he was saving it for the last week yeah well you know and that's and that's where Froome and Dumoulin are probably gonna if they're gonna yes. wear out that's when it's gonna happen right. You know, because how many miles is the Tour de France? Three thousand. Uh, I think it's twenty one hundred. Okay, it's probably three thousand k. Um, yeah, so I mean, to do a, a Giro of about the same distance, right? That's right. a lot of miles. <laughs> that's a lot of miles in like a three or four month period. Right. That's just insane. All right, so uh, tomorrow. Stage 13. Um, not even going to pr- pronounce where they're going. Uh, no. Um, we just call it stage 13. Stage 13. It looks like there's uh, a little lumpy. You've got a downhill start, flat with a downhill start, and a cat three, a cat four, and that's it. It's just lumpy towards the end. Should be a stage where everybody kind of finishes together. Yeah, Saganish. Uh, it'll be interesting sprint because uh, – Christoph, Damare, Sagan uh, are still in. Uh, Sonny Cabrelli, uh, he got a stage win earlier. Uh, he's still in. Uh, so it'll be fun. It just won't. Um, all the people that love Mark Cavendish will be like, oh, that would have been way better if Mark was there. Well, you know what? Mark didn't have the fitness to finish, so. <laughs> Should have trained him up. Uh, stage 14. We've got 188K. Uh, looks like a little bit of a climb. You got a cat four, cat two, cat three, cat two, uphill finish, but it should be a stage where, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a sprinter stage or not. It's probably maybe a breakaway breakaway might survive. It might be more Alaphilippe-ish or Gilbert, um, Van Avermaet even. Yeah. Um, uh, some, you know, the people that are in the top 10 are in the top 10. And so it'll be an opportunity for the other team. You know, Michelin Scott needs stuff. Uh, EF education needs a stage win. All the French teams need a stage win. Um, so it'll be interesting. It looks like you've got an uphill finish, but then you've got. One uh, K flat to the finish. Well, wow. 1.055 to 
No, it's like half a meter, not even half a meter, quarter of a meter or a quarter, quarter of a kilometer to flat finish. Um, they go up the uh, Cote de la Croix Nueve. <laughs> <laughs> Butchered. <laughs> um, all right. So then you've got Sunday is um, stage 15. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, 181 and a half kilometers. Um, to me, this looks like it's somewhat of a mountainous stage. There's a lumpy stage, I guess. There's a yeah, cat three, a cat two, and a cat one. I mean, it's not nothing like the last two or three days. Well, like, but, but the, you know, the these get, the top ten is just going to keep an eye on each other. Yeah. And, and and so this is this is an opportunity for other people to do to do stuff. This isn't. I don't think Garrett Thomas or Demoulin or Froome, uh, they're quite a bit ahead of everybody else. They're not going to be going after it. So. All right. So we've got uh, fantasy standings. Yes. I'm not doing awful. Neither am I. I'm right behind you. And I haven't moved anybody in or out. I have a feeling that I haven't touched anybody. I have a feeling some of the teams ahead of us have been moving people in and out. That is what it is. We're not, we're not here to win. We're just here to fill spots. 16 puffs. Those are 16. <laughs> those are 16 puffers. All right. So in first place, we got Velo Squirrel. Uh, second place, we've got... Oh, so first place by 20 points. 2720 to 2700. In second place, we got wow. pa- Papa Dis Chats. Uh, that's uh, Ch- Charles Rosenau, Chaz the Cheetah. Uh, he he moved out to Arizona this year, but him and his wife Jen were looking for were looking for something uh, for a fantasy league. Uh, in third place, we have the fake Velo Games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fourth place, we have Jay Werbs. Uh, Joey Werbel from uh, Georgia Tech Cycling. In fifth place, we have Mr. Borman. Oh Jesus, boy! I'm never gonna live that down now. <laughs> and in and sitting back about sixty four points, bet with Bevo. Woo! By the way, called France, put it on yes. the social media. Hey, I was a big believer in France early too. Now the state champion told me when I last saw him that France was gonna win the World Cup, and that was about a month ago. Really? Yeah, I asked him about the World Cup. He said, "I, I like France." When, wow. That was at the state championships. Interesting. Um, Van Garderen down by the river. I believe that's Brian Connolly in seventh. Nice. Uh, Fox Force 5 Van in eighth. Somebody's Do Smoke Rise in ninth. Sags Elbow in tenth. Red Femme Racing, Racing in eleventh. Peloton Few in twelfth. Gunstock Flyers in thirteen. Team Sky, Sal's Beauty Mall, fourteenth. <laughs> Which team is uh, Scott? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he got in this time. He might be the fake Velo Games. He might be. No, he he definitely got in. Oh, ho, ho, ho. he has a Iran in his lineup. I think I do though too. Oh, really? Just take a quick look. Yep, I got him in there. 
I got oh. nib- I got nibbly too, so my team just fell apart. <laughs> um, Van uh, Avermaet. I have, I have nibbly also. Van Avermaet, Cabrelli, Martin, Gilbert, Yates, and MP. Wow. I have. Well, nibbly hasn't officially dropped out yet, but on the bench I have Kittle out, Matthews out, Port out. <laughs> Starting to look like last year's team. Oh, you, be- you better stay strong. <laughs> All right. Um, what? Uh, are, so we we're gonna record Saturday at Reality Bikes. Yes. Sometime in the morning. Yeah. Is there going to be a group ride? No. Do I need to get? Uh, are we gonna do something with Ryan Crabby and the and his kids? Uh, we might try for the following weekend. So maybe during the time trial. Uh, yes. Okay, that would be good. Um, maybe that Saturday, early Saturday evening, maybe like six in Tucker. Oh, at um, at Snyder oh, shoot, Cycles. Shoot, I gotta work at um. Yeah. Job two. Yep. Um. Maybe we can do. Maybe we can do Saturday at the shop again. It's possible. Okay. Yep. Um. So we'll be at Reality Bike Saturday. Everybody is welcome to join us. Uh, yes. Do you want to set a time, maybe like 11? Uh, that would kind of be at the end of the stage. If you want to do that, that's fine. Okay. So <clears throat> that way I'm, I'll probably get my ride in if it's not raining and then yeah. come over for the end of the stage. Uh, we'll Perfect. record uh, at, at Reality Bikes. We'll maybe start at 11 or 1130. Yeah, we got um, the, the summer sale going on, the yellow jersey sale. Um, so we'll have a, a lot of that stuff going on. Hey, can next year, can you guys call me for some better signs? <laughs> <laughs> what, what closet did that thing come out of? <laughs> <laughs> That's the new and improved one. You should see the old one. That is awful. Um, I'll tell, uh, I'll talk to, I'll talk to Todd, our sponsor. They're a sponsor. Who? Reality Bites. They're not paying for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they did provide Ta- I, I'll talk to Todd and say, hey, man, let me help you out with some better signs for next year. There you go. I like um, you. know, I just, I love the shop and I want it to do well. And I yeah. think I get help for very little. Well, your discounting prices are higher than the uh, uh, sometimes. Yeah, but I'm thinking long term. How, how often can we reuse these things and, and generate I like, revenue? I like how quickly you move into sales mode. You know, it, it, my sign's going to cost them, what, less than $2 a day to, to own. Wow. <laughs> it's all about ROI, Mike. It's all about ROI. Wow. Um, okay, so, so Saturday, 11 o'clock, Reality Bikes. Anyone's invited to come up. That includes yes. Scott Patton, Ryan Crabby. Please do. Crabby, uh, Kevin Adams, Brick Dangerblade, Andy Bailey, the state champion, whose name will no longer be mentioned on the on the show. Due to legal reasons. It isn't. No, what he said was. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting old. It gets old quickly. Yeah. Therefore, therefore, we we don't wouldn't want to. We wouldn't want to. We wouldn't want to. No, we'll just we'll just keep it. This Who? Uh, w- somebody. Somebody had a funny retort. Uh, <laughs> well, I believe it was. Um, so someone said they weren't going to follow the tour. Oh yeah, that's true. And, and the state champion said he wasn't the, the master state champion said he wasn't going to follow the tour. So when he posted up today about about something on the tour, somebody got all over him. The immediate response was, "Oh, was I thought Steve you were Hill? interested." Yeah. Was it Steve? I think it was Steve Hill. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I thought you were interested. 
um, it gets old. It gets old real quick. I said, you're, you're, you're getting old. <laughs> or you got old real quick. You got old real quick. Um, all right. So Saturday, 11-ish, Reality Bikes. If you need bike stuff, now's the time to buy it. They've got everything you need. And you get great service from guys like Mike Barman. Yes. And I even help out sometimes, even though I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, man, you do a great, you do a great sales, uh, you do a great sales job, man. It's good. I try and fit somebody on a bike. Barman, what size do they need? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I always, uh, uh, well, uh, you and I, you and I have worked together so many different genres of life that it's, uh, uh, we know each other's strengths and weaknesses immediately. Well, I'm, if if you guys are doing work on my stuff, I try to help out to to make up for it. So yeah, well, if, I if you guys of, are I occupied with my bike. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, well, I don't want to ask the I don't want to ask the mechanic staff to work on that. And uh, well, you know, you've got a new baby and 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 you've got life going on. So we we always try our best to to turn stuff around as quickly as we can. Uh, um, we can. All right, so we'll record Saturday. Uh, maybe we'll do again. We got to do one in the in the RV. We haven't done one in the RV like we yes. promised everybody. Yes, we still do. Um, so maybe we'll do that. Uh, the rest day maybe too soon. Maybe Might we'll be. do it like Tuesday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or something. Sounds good. Okay. Um, and then, is there anything else we need to plug? Uh, when's our um, tequila crickets coming? Uh, you know, I, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I just don't know how do how do we do it? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I I just don't know that we have the audience for it either. That's that's my big concern. So we got a couple weeks ago we got approached for a um, a sponsor, and and maybe I'll put it up as a poll on Twitter. <laughs> maybe we should. Should we should we accept? So it's a liquor company. That has something to do with like uh, it's an insect based liquor company, so I think yes. they put like scorpions in the liquor or it, it's shots or something like that, and we would basically we talk about it on the air, um, right? And maybe do like a, a sampling te- taste test on the air, but I, who would we bring in for that? Um... Conley. Who's our best? I think we should bring Brian Feeney down. <laughs> Brian Feeney. <laughs> have you have you looked hey, at his feed lately? Uh, it's getting a little scary. I, I think he may have gotten divorced um, again. Yeah, uh, you know who did pop up uh, again is uh, Mr. Uh, Bill Lolly. Oh, did he? Yeah, I'm sure you have him on block or something. Well, I just I don't want him to clog my feed with <laughs> religious messages. <laughs> And I don't want to miss out on any of Barman's posts. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Borman. Mr. Borman, excuse me. All right, so that does it for episode four of Stooges. Sorry, it was a little long in the tooth. We, we, we just Our schedules haven't been um, uh, in sync as of late to be able to do um, more episodes of the tour, but we were able to cover everything and get caught up for the most part. Um, again... If you want to come out Saturday to Reality Bikes, we'll be there about 11 a.m. We'll start recording maybe around 1130 uh, when the stage ends. And, and um, you know, we love having 
anybody come by that wants to be uh, involved in the show that's been on the show, you know, from Scott Patton to Ryan Crabby or uh, right. Any anybody else that, that we yeah that we, that we or uh, just come hang out or just come hang you out at the bike shop. It's fun. The, you don't have to be in the show. Just come hang out. Just have come fun. hang out. Um, we have a afternoon beer. What time? What can do? What time can we start drinking? It's Five p.m. somewhere, right? Uh, somewhere <laughs> in the world. Sun never sets on the British Empire, and I can drink anytime. <laughs> All right, so that does it for episode four. Uh, if you like the show, tell your friends. Follow us on social media: Twitter at Barman, the letter N, Bebo Pod, uh, Mike Barman at underscore Coach Barman. Um, Bevo is at Bevo8771 on Facebook. It's the Barman and Bevo podcast, uh, or Michael Barman, Michael Vandura. You can find both of us there. Um, our website, I think I did some website redesign the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I tweaked, uh, I tweaked it a little. I haven't um, been here in a little while. So the website you... is barmanandbevo.podbean.com. You can listen to all of our content there. Um, constantly changing the logos to fit whatever's going on. So we've got two different Tour de France logos right now. Because we're good like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, and, and if you got questions for Ask Barman and Bevo or Bet with Bevo, I, we got to do, we'll probably do for a, a Barman and Bevo podcast episode. Yeah, we, well. Just to know, cover the World Cup and <clears throat> that's about little... it. Life got a little crazy, so unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of World Cup. I'm thinking we're taking August off too. <laughs> there uh, will be a lot going on. <laughs> it's a possibility. So, all right. Well, that well, we, does we it. We just do it. We just do it for fun. So, you know, if we feel like doing it, we do it. Yeah. And if we don't feel like doing doing it, I mean, unless something comes up. But um, right now, I'm thinking we're taking August off. So. Ooh. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again in a few few days with a new uh, Stooges episode for you. He's pounded down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm East Pound, just watch no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Never mind them breaks Let it all hang out cause we gotta run to make The boys are thirsty in Atlanta And there's beer in Texarkana And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes He's pounding down, loaded up and trucking Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm eastbound just watch your bandit run
gonna do what they say can't be done We've got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm eastbound up, watch our bandit run Old Smokey's got them ears on He's hot on your trail He ain't gonna rest till you're in jail So you got to dodge him, you got to duck him You gotta keep that diesel trucking Just put that hammer down and give it hell He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking We gonna do what they say can't be done We've got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm eastbound up, watch your bandit run